0: Coming up on today's show, we discuss some Disney news and rumors. We do a quick review of Toy Story 4. And we also have Jason on the show to talk archaeology That's coming up next on Traveling with a Mouse. <laughs> welcome everyone to another edition of traveling with a mouse uh, my name is John and I am joined
1: by Adam
2: what's up everybody
1: and by Jason hello everyone
2: how's it what's going up? Jason
1: you know I'm hiding out I don't can't okay. show my face <laughs> I it's hard for me to, to show my face out in public I've I failed once again
0: <laughs> it was like I said a moving moment.
1: Yes, I mean it was was a good time.
2: Technically, you didn't fail. You, you gave up, for a good reason. (laughs) I think it's better. (laughs) I mean, you didn't like get to the end and miss it by two minutes.
1: I've done that before. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, now you've you know you're you're doing all the different experiences, which is good.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: except for completion.
0: Right. Well,
2: you save the best for last.
0: Managed right. to walk away without having any particular harsh feelings to any one attraction. Yeah. You
1: know, that's always a plus. Well. Andrew really loved Haunted Mansion, so I'm back on the Haunted Mansion bandwagon. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's you guys,
2: ride. you did complete that one, which is good. You got that one in. And you got Mine Train in, which is the one we missed last time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was great fun.
2: So, did you learn anything like first lesson? and then tease the most important thing for after we talk news.
1: <laughs> yeah. Most important lesson is I wish someone had told me July 4th was going to be crowded.
2: I oh, mean, you know, I meant to say that, but I forgot.
1: I took the chance that we'll talk about when we break down, that I took the chance to go to Hollywood cause I pulled a tower fast pass. Maybe I should have gone to Epcot cause Epcot just got unplayable late. It, um. I just couldn't pull anything. I, I mean, the rain hurt too. So
2: Yeah. Was it a bad storm? I know it closed down some rides, you know, a like test track. But
1: So it's the worst kind of thing that happens. It's one of those where it did not rain, but it was thunderstorms everywhere, which yeah. meant that everything closed, but nobody left.
2: Right. Lightning in the area, but no rain. Right.
1: Yeah. that stayed around for hours.
0: That's one of those that. precaution closure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it actually did the worst thing possible, which was... Well, we're not leaving, so let's ride what's left. And that's also what I wanted to ride.
2: Right. So everybody was trying to get indoors to ride the indoor rides at the same time. Yeah, yeah it sucks.
0: So uh, it kind of answers what I was going to ask. Your main motivation for abandoning your original go to Epcot was pulling the Tower of Terror
1: fast pass. Yeah, I mean... And it felt, I don't know, in the moment, I literally was just like, let me just check Hollywood Studios real quick, and it dropped on the first pull.
2: I
0: was
1: like, oh, okay, I'll take that.
0: It's like it's
2: (laughs) meant to be, right? I mean, that's how I feel, too.
0: Yeah, and as it turned out, you know, I showed you that uh, snapshot when the touring plans, how they do the uh, almost like a recap of the day. How what they expected versus what it actually was, and what was Hollywood Studios was ridiculously
1: slow overall, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I could have holy grailed it if I could have just pulled that Slinky Dog. If I'd have pulled a Slinky Dog, I probably wouldn't have quit because I, I mean, I wasted an hour in that standby line. Oh. Right. I would have been, I would have been out of there in a great time. I pulled fast passes for everything else.
0: Yeah, it's like the only place anyone was was Slinky Dog in Hollywood Studios.
1: Yeah.
2: Were well, they just trying to get I mean, it I, in before I, it rained?
1: <laughs> I guess I tweeted out that picture of Toy Story Land at like one o'clock. I know. There was nobody in there. I, 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 you know, I'm used to jostling around people through that little pathway. It was wide open, open spaces. I could have danced through Toy Story Land.
2: Nice. So, we were talking about how we are. Saps now, and we cry at everything Disney or Pixar movie related. (laughs) (laughs) Did you cry at the end of Toy Story four? Did you cry at any point?
1: I got a little choked up. I did not cry, but I was more happy because it was my son's first time going to the movies, and he Ah. did so well. So you know, he he set through it all. He enjoyed it. You know that that was maybe more touching for me than the. I would say it. (laughs) Nothing's gonna beat the cry you're gonna get. Like Toy Story three and Toy Story two both have two real tearjerker moments, and that's that true. that one didn't even come close to either of those.
2: Really, the little girl lost uh, part didn't. I'm gonna say
1: that's the one that got the part that got to me.
2: You a robot?
3: Jason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that the the, the Jesse Jesse song and uh, the incinerator are, uh, are well, you know are, are a little bit higher. On
2: the uh, cry list, I'd say. I cry not necessarily the incinerator part of Toy Story three, the part where Andy gives Woody away. Like he's thinking about it, and all of a sudden he's like, "You know what? Just give Woody away." That makes me cry.
0: You know, you were talking about the Jesse scene from two. I mean, I think any time a Sarah McLaughlin song comes on, the suicide rate <laughs> goes up. So. Okay. Or
1: or I, I think I adopt a dog Every time I watch Toy Story 2 oh, It's right. like just Pavlovian <laughs> response um, That if she starts singing You, you adopt a, an animal
0: Right exactly it's like, it's like I don't know what happened
1: But she writes all the songs oh, that make you
0: want to cut yourself I
2: mean, Okay John That's a little extreme <laughs> We should probably you know I mean, put the said, suicide hotline depression. Number here Just in case John is like pushing people over the edge me. here
0: I was trying to show you the extreme measure to which she puts you in depression.
2: Okay, please don't <laughs> cut yourself. If you're listening to us, be happy. <laughs> That's not something you should do. All right.
0: Toy Story 4, good movie. I think I can honestly say it's the only film series I can think of that has that many films in it, and not one of them is bad. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of that the other day. I was like, I can't think of it. I can't think of another series of films that has this many films and not one of them I would call bad. Yeah. You know, most people would be unhappy with, I should say. Right. I would
2: watch all four of these willingly if my kids or anybody around wanted to watch it. Especially Toy Story 2 because I just love that movie so much. But they're all really good, yeah. I There's nothing wrong with any of them. and the specials, which I felt like Toy Story 4 Was a TV special That got turned into a movie That's the feeling I got Was like okay Woody goes on this adventure It's pretty much like Woody's adventure this movie And the other characters Take a huge backseat Even Buzz for the most part Takes the backseat in this whole movie To me
0: I was actually Thinking you know when we talked about The Slinky Dog voice uh, What's the guy's name that voices him now He had so few lines, yeah, Blake. But he had so few lines in the movie, yeah, that I was thinking, the way I I was like, I think I've heard these lines before. Did they just like take some old Jim Varney clips and just insert them here in the movie?
2: I mean, they could have. They They did that. They probably could have. You know what's funny is they did that with Potato Head with Don Rickles, but I don't even remember hearing Potato Head talk. When I think back, I was like, oh yeah, I was gonna look for that to hear. Don Rickles, but I don't even remember hearing Mr. Potato Head speak
0: in this movie. He had one line that I recall. I don't yeah. even remember what it is now, though. Right. But I remember hearing him speak the one time. I recognize Mel Brooks'
2: voice as one of the characters in the closet that Woody was in there with. I recognize his voice, but I'm like, okay, he, he had like three lines in the movie it's all these and Jesse was very under featured in this movie as was Rex and all the other characters so. well yeah
0: pretty much if your name wasn't Forky, Woody, uh, Bo Peep right.
2: Buzz to some degree I mean he was in there more than the others
0: true or Ducky and Bunny
2: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> Ducky yeah. and Bunny's parts were they were they were actually they were like the um, Duke yeah Duke Kaboom, Gabby Gabby Right, Gabby Gabby, the you know, there's not there it's the funny up. thing is this movie starts out teasing that there's a bad guy and there's really not.
2: Yeah, which I kinda like. I mean I don't know. I like that you don't always have to have you know, the lotso, so to speak. Or the old or, prospector. Or Newman. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The chicken guy. Yes. Hey, chicken guy. That's <laughs> I just realized that.
0: The chicken guy. But overall, if I were going to rank them after watching it, this is my feeling at the moment. You know, you never know. It could change. The only thing I would do different is I think three is my least favorite. So maybe because this one's fresh, so I would go two, one, four, three.
2: I think I said mine was two, four, three, one, I think is what I said mine was.
0: You know, the one thing, too, about it that I. I guess really liked is you know if you look at the Toy Story movies, all four of them is really a complete story. Like they wouldn't need the other film to work, right? You know they yeah. don't. You see what I'm saying? They all wrap the story up each time. Right. One could stand alone. Two could stand alone. You know they all all four could stand alone technically. Right. If you look at the story that's being told, When well, yeah. that's kind of a unique aspect i mean most films when they have sequels they kind of rely on one of the previous ones or they t- pick up where something else left off right right, that sort of thing
2: yeah these are telling very unique stories that sort of overlap but then not necessarily have to
0: like you know woody he finally decided that he was wanting to man up and chase skirts instead of be with his buddies <laughs> okay Oh, no, right. sorry
2: spoiler alert <laughs> sure I mean, he okay, chose love over his friends.
0: Yeah, He chose love over his friends. He chose right. uh, he chose a woman over his buds.
2: <laughs> Isn't that what everyone does at some point? <laughs> Choosing a partner over your friends at some point. Okay. Right.
0: I can actually say, you know, Jason was talking about how it was his son's first movie experience. When we got out. Um, well, Maddie, she did really well during it. This is actually her second film experience. The first time was last summer with Incredibles 2, and she slept through like all but 15 minutes of it. So that wasn't a true test. Oh, really? (laughs) She's a little older now. She stayed awake for the whole thing. Whenever it was all over with, I asked her what her favorite part was. She said when they were flying through the air, and then I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, Duke Kaboom." (laughs) So apparently that was the part that impressed her the most, but she had other parts that she thought of.
2: You, yeah, when they were at the fair and they were flying over the moon. And, and the Yes. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was one of the best parts.
0: And apparently the part where they ripped out Woody's voice box apparently stood out to her for some reason. I don't know.
2: As a part she liked?
0: Not necessarily oh, okay. liked, but apparently memorable. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: But she mentioned it.
2: Yeah, it is interesting. Does she
1: does she show interest in the game operation? I Not mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. thus far,
2: she <laughs> might want to be a
0: surgeon.
1: But Maybe I should introduce her to operation.
2: Is that Disney's way of trying to sell plush woodies without the the voice pull string thing, right. so they can Probably. make them cheaper?
1: Right. <laughs> Always the pessimist over there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the forky that's been recalled. So. He actually is trash after all.
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. My my son made his own forky, so you know, I guess it'll be it'll be its own version of trash. I don't know. It yeah. was a great forky. He he I like the personal touches he gave it. Um, he gave the one big eye, one little eye effect yeah, and everything.
2: That is great. But if you bought one of those forkies you could shoot your eye out. Or his eye out. And swallow it. Okay. But, I mean, I it's, it's a right token. There, I was like,
0: I, th- I thought from right there, like, are you giving me a Christmas story I reference? I was,
2: or? but nobody was jumping on board <laughs> with it. So I just it's a little, it's, it's July, Adam.
1: <laughs> Man, uh, we're, Christmas we're, in we July. Haven't even, we haven't even had food and wine festival yet.
2: <laughs> that was a good connection. Speaking of connecting, so. you can now connect to your <laughs> resort or to the parks by new character buses coming to Walt Disney World. Oh, we already. I kind saw of
1: those. Out. I saw those, and I'm hope I'm wondering if they'll have any out by the time we get there.
2: That would be cool, cool, actually. Yeah.
1: They said yeah, they have USB particular... ports too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have any particular character you want to uh, to ride?
1: I feel like <laughs> Adam. Adam really wants to ride the Donald bus. Isn't that your favorite character. I do love
2: Donald. Yeah. But knowing the Donald bus, it would be the same bus driver that drove John to the wrong park.
0: Uh-oh. I can say, would you, he would say that kind of, it's just his luck, right? Right. Stuck with all that luck? Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, <laughs> I thought we were going or to uh, Animal Kingdom, not Magic Kingdom.
0: Or you you also don't want a bus driver with an anger management problem, so. Right. <laughs> what were all the characters?
1: I'm sorry. It has the six
2: Sensational characters. Six. Right, so the Sensational Daisy, Six. Daisy, in other words, because right. now she's one of them
1: Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy. And Pluto. Yes.
0: They used to call it the Fab 5 without Daisy, but I guess they decided to include Daisy now. You have to have options. Apparently, apparently you have to have multiple dogs. One one that talks and one that doesn't. Yeah. Well,
2: you got to be inclusive. I love it. Right. I like these. <laughs> but I think the USB ports could be great and also problematic when people are plugging in cords all over the place and tripping over them, uh, trying to... When the bus is full at the end of the day.
0: I would say it would be good for the Parkeology Challenge, but there's
1: no such thing as a bus that's good for the Parkeology Challenge, oh. right? There um, is not. Um, <laughs> no, it's going to be no. good for the people staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge that have to spend an hour and a half on the bus to get to Magic Kingdom. So that would yeah. be great. Phone dies on the way. That bus ride is so long.
2: Right. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, no going uh, arrived at Magic Kingdom via bus? <laughs> like...
1: I've seen people take the bus and you know when you see that yeah, you're like oh well I guess they're not finishing yeah
0: exactly (laughs) that's another question we need to make has there been someone actually make a completion using Disney transportation I Mm -hmm. think
1: I've asked this question and the people I've talked to have said no but it would be interesting to look at
0: that could be a challenge if you
2: (laughs) had an insane amount of money you could take minivans everywhere and that would be fairly (laughs) quick if you knew how to call them you know, ahead of time.
0: Speaking of which, since you brought that up, how much are the minivans supposed to be?
2: It's a flat rate, and then per mile after that, so it depends. I think Well, it's- the only
0: reason why I was confused is because, just for fun, I was looking at the Lyft app to see how much it would be to go from, like, point. From your to house
2: to Disney or via minivan. No, oh.
0: it, it lets you choose the two dist- destinations. Like, the one I was looking at was Hollywood Studios to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious as to what the rate was. And I go, you know, I'm scrolling across and the minivan is showing up for like 20 bucks. So is that the mileage or is that the what you're going to get charged period? You see what I'm saying?
2: Right. Well, when I did it, I think it's $15 is the flat rate. And then it's like, uh, what was it? Two, $3 a mile after that. I can't remember. But So that's probably more than that. It's probably
0: yeah. $20 plus 15. It's probably really 35
2: well, I, I was going. I was looking at it from Pop Century to Caribbean Beach to go to Sebastian's Bistro last time, and it was like eighteen dollars to go a mile <laughs> from Caribbean Beach from Pop Century to Caribbean Beach. I was like, Is it worth eighteen dollars to go one mile? No. So that would make sense then, because
0: it would make sense for it to be about three dollars for the mileage, uh, yeah. but fifteen dollars for the flat fee. Yeah,
2: and the most expensive I saw was I looked at Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom, and that was like $47 to go from there to, that's what I saw. I mean,
0: it sounds to me like you'd be better off just taking a regular Lyft or.
2: Yes, yeah, at that rate, yeah. It would be probably at least half the price.
0: Well, I know there's definitely people that run the challenge that have Ubered it all the way through.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty fast.
1: Well-timed Ubers.
2: Yeah. Who's got a story?
1: Who's got a story? How about the fact that they opened a new signature restaurant in Japan? And I was there, but I didn't go there. I didn't want to wait in line. Yeah. This, this
0: is You know, this is funny. This is really, this is, I guess, new, yes, but it's not really all that surprised because Japan has like 40 restaurants
1: when compared to the, <laughs> yes. the rest of World Showcase. Yes, I think the most surprising thing would be the bill for this one. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean I don't know if you guys saw I mean it's, yes I did it's $125 I think with no booze Wow
2: so. yeah there's a tasting menu for 130 and if you order a la carte there's a $93 steak on there that is uh, pretty small that's uh Tim Tracker did a video because he went there I guess during a soft open and he got the $93 steak it was pretty small Compare for what you get I would much rather have the 50 dollar steak at California Grill that is amazing.
3: So
1: I saw that the review was that they only had one specialty sushi roll like there wasn't a whole lot of sushi there which was surprising. Yeah. And the tasting menu there I don't know how to say these words hashi asume the palate cleansing course. Uh, the review I saw was like if you're going to miss the Beverly when club cool moves There's something that's going to taste just like toothpaste as well. (laughs) Right. I think Adam and I were discussing, it would be great to do, but I said, I don't think this is happening with the families. I think this would be a only if we were adults only
0: trip. Yeah.
1: We, we venture into this place.
2: Yeah. It's a good special occasion restaurant. It's
0: not on my list.
2: Yeah. It looks, it looks really good though. The food looks amazing, but you got to save up to go here.
1: Now on the day that it opened, I did go to Japan Pavilion and I did eat at the quick service there. So I did eat in Japan.
0: That oh, day. I wasn't. It's a good
2: quick service.
1: It's it's good. Yeah, that was my second trip there. I we sought it back out because we we knew we liked it. So, I this time I think I got the the curry rather than the ramen. I had the ramen the first time. So
0: yeah,
2: they have good stuff there. That's a good. That's a great pavilion for food, man. I think I've eaten at all should, the uh, restaurants now, except for the new one, of course.
0: We should consider going like around the horn at World Showcase as far as their quick service locations and discuss which one's the the better options. I don't know if we've have we done that before. We have done so. It's uh, been a some, long time.
2: Yeah, it's been a while. But we did something where we picked our favorite sit down and quick service at each park. So we did an episode on that.
0: Yeah, but this is specifically going around the World Showcase. quick service at World Showcase. You
2: mean like? Literally every pavilion. What's our favorite place to eat at?
0: Or <laughs> we can actually a... just do it and have something from every quick service.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. right. That would be a good like uh, vlog or uh, recap of food episode. Yeah.
1: I think what we need is a sponsor to pay for Adam, <laughs> Adam to eat something from every right. pavilion in like two hours. Like, you okay. get one item from every pavilion in a you uh, know, food challenge.
2: Well, as long as I could have a drink, an alcoholic drink from each booth as well, or each country, I would, oh, I, I would that, be that's, for it.
1: I think you actually do sort of a zigzag. You go through, you eat one item, and then you go back the other way drinking one item, and you keep repeating until you pass <laughs> out or the park closes.
0: I was gonna say it sounds like one one end, whichever you start on, whether it's Canada or Mexico, one of them is gonna have barf at the end of it. <laughs>
2: yeah, whichever bathroom is the closest to the uh, center of. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, going on that plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, or- I I know I know that that was my story, but I will point out I did I did eat in Japan Pavilion, but my son doesn't really care for Japan Pavilion, so. That's I did go because he wanted the plain pasta, and the closest place I could find with the plain pasta was Liberty Inn. So I gave it one last go. We there went you in. So you,
2: you made your peace with it as it is now closed?
1: Yep, I did.
2: Said your goodbyes. Well, that's good.
1: But it found it interesting, everybody walking past, like, oh, I haven't been there in a while. Maybe we should go there, and then moving on. And I kind of wanted to stop and be like, well, if you wanted to go, you should go today because it's closed in right. two days. Exactly. There was no signage to indicate that that was going to happen.
2: Right.
0: Everybody gets nostalgia right when something's about to close. They yeah. like never visited prior
1: to it.
2: Yeah. yeah. You mean you didn't want that Guardians of the Galaxy burger with the moldy-looking bun?
1: That looked weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll Speaking of out. which, this is just kind of random, but you know, I I keep looking at like the overheads and everything of the Guardians attraction. And, like, you know, I see this huge building that they they made. What was the point of even, like, closing Energy? Like, it looks like they could have had them both. Because, like, the majority of the ride is not even in the main show building. It's like they could have kept Ellen's Energy Adventure and had Guardians of the Galaxy attraction.
2: Well, they need an indoor queue that holds 8,000 people.
0: I guess. That's all the energy will be (laughs) used for in an indoor queue. It became a queue line.
2: Yeah. Exactly. I wonder
0: if you can actually go past the dinosaurs still. Speaking of animals <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I've got <laughs> a story. If you don't. I'm not sure where you're going. Continued. Right. So Coronado Springs Grand destino Tower is now open for business. and a lot of media got a preview of it on uh, Monday and tuesday i imagine so it looks really nice it looks like a deluxe resort when you look at the lobby the lounge the restaurant the rooms even for the most part look deluxe the only difference is like the soap shampoo and conditioner is kind of in the it's like locked into the side of the shower where you can't uh, steal a bunch of them but it did look like in the sink you have a you know a bunch of the other Toiletries that you get at deluxe resorts like the mouthwash and the Sun solar relief gel and stuff like that. So
1: I looked at some of the fit pictures and I agree that the at least the outside looks Beautiful, I haven't really looked at the room pictures. So I can't speak to that, but it looks great.
2: It's nice it looks like a deluxe resort, but it's It's missing like a balcony or you know, probably the spot the size of the rooms a little smaller obviously than a deluxe but Overall, very really nice.
0: You know, right. I was just looking. They must have come off of it a little bit from what I was looking at because really? I see the standard view, which is not a Destino tower room anyway, at 259. However, that's a little tower. higher than it was a standard view anyway. Um, yeah. The water view goes up to 310, apparently, in the oh, average. Wow.
2: That's not tower, Grand Destino. That's
0: that's just water view on a regular. Wow. So Yeah, it has gone up. The tower that i'm seeing now i did this based on five occupancy but four adults or yeah, three adults standard view club access 419 that's for the standard view in the tower the one bedroom 1159 water mm-hmm. view there it's not showing it says unavailable for that probably wow. based on what i uh set it as so let me try i already changing.
2: booked that that's great yeah but wait, you said changing. you said standard view club level was four nineteen. That's actually not bad at all.
0: So maybe that wasn't so bad. Standard view club access three ninety four when I t- took it down. So it's not as bad as I was originally. I'm gonna okay. have to look at the what what a standard the, the room details is. a little more. Yeah.
1: Why do you think they had such low prices for this right after opening for us, Adam? I have I just I was I've, surprised we were able to get a good deal on it.
2: Availability though, I mean, I was able to add a second room at the exact same price, like not even two months ago. I'm Trying to remember
0: when it was. Well, they here's one thing that I here's a, an opinion anyway. The yield rates, right? Yeah. Um, they have this draw in the tower, but at the same time, Carnival Springs has this stigma upon it that it's uh, a business resort right. and that it's not close to anything, which this they're both kind of true the right. business one yeah there's business people there but you don't really it's harder to tell if you're i mean you wouldn't really know the difference i don't think the distance thing though it is not bad i i say i always made the comment that when i measure everything out it's equal distance to just about everything park wise and now it's not close to any one of them per se but it's about equal distance to all of them
1: I think so. it's interesting that they say it's in the Animal Kingdom area because it feels like it's not. It's, it's well, it's the not really animal Animal Kingdom. Not like yeah. Animal yeah. Kingdom Lodge far away.
2: Right, but I guess they gotta put it somewhere. It's not close enough to be considered Epcot or Hollywood Studios. So,
0: right, it's the closest one. that it's to is to is Animal Kingdom.
2: Yeah, which I'm not even sure if it's closest to Animal Kingdom actually, but it probably is. I guess I don't know. I'd have to look at. As the crow flies, maybe, it's closer a bit. Um, I don't know.
0: Well, I know this. I know whenever I come through on Western Way, I pass Coronado where Firth. Animal Kingdom is, and then Coronado.
2: Yeah, it's not far from Animal Kingdom, but it's also not far from Hollywood Studios or Epcot. But...
0: Well, that's what I'm, well, yeah, that's why I said it's about equal distance to all yeah,
2: group you're right. Yeah. parks. The only thing that I'm not looking forward to is this bus loop. That we're going to have to do. I'm just, I mean, the buses are going to be the same as they used to be, where we have to go all the way around Loop Resort before we get out. If we're going to be taking buses, we may just be doing our personal <laughs> vehicles. I don't know.
1: Well, I am spoiled now about personal vehicles. I I'm, I might be pushing for it. And yeah. I'll also say I was there for the archeology day last week, and then I was also there Friday and Saturday, and I'm spoiled. I did. You drove parking both of those days. I did. It. And, <laughs> yeah. It is nice. But, I mean, it is very nice. And you walk up, and you're in the summer, they'll give you basically as many waters as you asked for. I mean, we got like eight waters um, when we pulled up. And I was like, there was my $25 back right there. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. In a way. They give you the smaller bottles of water, though. Don't they? They do.
1: Yeah. But yeah. It, it was totally worth it when we left Animal Kingdom because... Our last day, because it was pouring down rain, and we had to run Uh, to our car. And the fact that we were in premium was worth
2: it. Yeah, because you don't have to go nearly as far. I guess that's true. Very good point.
1: Anyways, so I'm spoiled now. The buses are going to feel like an eternity to me from any resort.
2: Yeah. So to wrap that story up, Coronado Springs Grand Destino Tower is open, and we will be there in a couple of weeks. So we'll have a hands-on report. About this uh, new hotel. Or part of a hotel. Yeah.
0: I was just going to mention, because I I said it before we recorded at least I think, about Up, the Great Bird Adventure at Disney's Animal Kingdom. How Mm -hmm. it's scheduled for a brief hiatus in order to receive some show updates. It debuted back in April 2018. Not even this year, April 2018. And it was rewritten like five months later.
2: Right. Because nobody saw it.
0: Smaller changes, right? And apparently they still have this problem getting people to go see it or to stay seated during it. Because the, the report is that people like get up and walk out in the middle of it. And that kind of disrupts the show because it has birds.
2: Right, and live so, birds. You know,
0: birds, yeah, live birds. Um, so, you know, the last thing a live bird needs in a show is people getting up and leaving for <laughs> to not spook them. So, I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what they do with it. I did hear something... That you know some rumors about if this doesn't work out they might actually go IP based and when I say IP based I mean not Disney IP but acquired IP they may try if this next rewrite doesn't work out so
2: I don't see anything working honestly I think this speaks to the more modern people don't have long attention spans and a bird show just isn't that exciting for people these days
0: well I heard some comments about this, and a lot of people feel like if there's a chance, if maybe they can move the show a little more quickly, like move to the part with the actual birds more quickly than they do. Yeah. Um, people. Because would like they try it. to put on a little, a little bit too much, almost like theater, like too much show mm-hmm. before the bird part. Again, I haven't seen it. I haven't even watched video of it. But this is the opinion. This is the opinion out there. Right.
1: So. I mean this is a single day and I was there, you know, last weekend. I walked past up while it was started, like ten minutes after it started and there were definitely people leaving. Oh so. wow.
2: <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean it's hot too. You're sitting outside, it's hot. I mean I'm sure it's somewhat covered where you're not like super hot, but
0: Well well I people don't. probably get into start seeing it and they're thinking, I'm gonna waste how long in here? Right. You know, and so they leave.
1: I I Just mean, imagine if there was an option to get out of Carousel of Progress. How many people do you think would leave that one?
2: Well I, According to cast members that work there people do try to get up and leave and it makes the show Longer because they have to like rerun the scene again if someone tries to exit the door so right. <laughs> it's, it's uh it, people have tried to get out of Carousel of Progress Cause like, I was
0: actually thinking back. You were talking about the attention span and people wanting to get to the next thing. I was thinking back to Maelstrom. How I remember one of the last times that I was there and wrote it. That like after the, the boat ride is over, like when the movie ends yeah. and the gates open to let people in, like there are swarms of people that just totally walk in through the aisle and right out the other door. Right. Yeah, they don't (laughs) stop. And that's not even, that's only a five minute film about Norway. Right. No, it it was about like, yeah, granted it was about Norway via 1988, but um, still it was a five minute film about Norway.
2: Yeah. Nobody cares. I, to me, the biggest waste of time is the Finding Nemo show. I hated that show because it's like 35 minutes long. It's probably the longest show. And it is to me, torture. I, I, I hate that kind of American Adventure. Adventure. I mean that one's was kind of torturous too. It's just I don't think it's thirty five minutes though. That was not that long.
0: I thought it was longer than that.
2: Is it? <laughs> but I could be wrong. Maybe because I, I, I fell asleep minutes. last time. I actually did fall asleep in uh, American Adventure. I don't think it was that long, but maybe it was. Anyway, but I enjoyed it. Boring. I mean, it's better than the Nemo show. I'll give it that.
0: It's better than eating at the Liberty Tree Tavern. I mean, uh, the Liberty Inn, not the Liberty Tree Tavern. Definitely not better than that.
3: Right.
2: I just think shows in general are not... Like, people don't want to go and sit down and not do something for a certain length of time. Nobody wants... Nobody got time for that, you know? They want to be doing something. Right? It's our modern... uh, Because, literally, if you look at 4th of July fireworks on the live stream... All you saw was a sea of cell phones, lighting up. Like no one actually watched the fireworks, they watched it through their cell phone screen as they, they were never. taking pictures or video.
1: Now, do you want to know how I spent the fireworks? Yes, I tell was us. in Magic Kingdom at July Fourth. Yeah. At that moment, I had a stroller with my four-year-old, yeah. and I was trying yeah. to shove my way through Frontierland, and I just got stuck next to a uh, cart because my son. Isn't a big fireworks fan because he thinks they're too loud. That's so I, the you know, there was no, there was no path or any. It was just wall to wall people. I just ended up stuck. Like I have never seen it that crowded, and I was standing near the the riverboat entrance, and oh, it was wow. you could not move.
2: Wow, at all. it was just because everyone stops when the fireworks start.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Well, so we were standing actually next to one of the popcorn stands and one of the cast members there saw that Andrew was, you know, trying to cover his ears and hide. So she actually gave him a little free bucket of popcorn. Aww, so well, a little, a cool. little pixie dust, little
2: there. Disney magic. I love it. Yes. Oh, great. It, it's so uh, remember that next was, time we start bad mouthing cast members, they're not all, uh, because <laughs> sometimes there's some crappy, you bad mouth cast members. I mean, there's a lot of people in the Disney community that, hate on cast members these days especially like college program ones you know you know we we've all talked about it they're not all bad there's some really good ones out there
0: i was gonna say when you're talking about the all the phones recording the fireworks and everything how many of those videos like never get watched again
2: right yeah just take up space on your phone or your iCloud or whatever it is yeah Mm
0: -hmm. well i say say that because unless you're like really getting a good view and good presentation of fireworks it's not something you tend to can keep an attention span with at home <laughs> you know what i mean
2: right and who's gonna watch your cell phone video of fireworks like who, who are you showing that to
1: I, I don't know i think uh i think jim Gafkin has sort of a bit about this how we just take a bunch of pictures and you know we don't we don't get rid of any of them. We just get a new computer. Yeah, like that's my Disney computer. Right, <laughs> is... right,
2: right. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind I do of. Have, dope.
0: Uh,
1: I do have tons of footage on uh, hard drive on uh, external hard drives.
2: Yeah, see there you have
1: My my favorite vacation recording thing for my family was actually when we went to uh, Europe and we took the the train from London to Paris, and my sister actually recorded the whole train ride
0: (laughs) oh wow i must say i have done things like the whole monorail loop before
1: i think she said she's actually gone back and watched that footage so i guess that doesn't count for this
2: that might be a good time lapse speed it up i was
1: gonna say i could watch it if it was sped up
2: i've done a time lapse of small world before (laughs) i recorded the whole thing (laughs)
1: Well, we did a, our last run. You did a Grand Fiesta time-lapse. Oh, like that's right. We were going around Epcot the night before.
2: I did do that. I remember that. I did do a time Yeah, so some of them are kind of cool doing it that way. You do a time-lapse. Very cool.
1: Okay, next.
2: Who's got a story? I don't remember. It's Jason's time. Uh
1: okay, Yeah, I mean, this is, this is one that uh, John sent to us earlier today, and that's that the Skyliner stations are going to open next month.
2: According next to head cast head members. Of- <laughs>
1: Yeah, just ahead of start Wars. Oh, this is news and rumors, right?
2: Right, according exactly. to cast members, which Adam's going to. Yeah.
0: Adam had to throw that in there, according right. to cast members. Right, it's
2: not well, official. You waiting know, right.
1: on cast members even more. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, until Disney Parks blogs comes out tomorrow and debunks it, right? Exactly. Um, right, or confirms it.
2: Because this is from an unscrupulous source, by the way. Just yes. <laughs> it
1: but, yeah, it is a rumor. I, I was at Caribbean Beach, and I, I looked to me like they still had a little bit of work to do there. So, I mean, it's not a lot, but it definitely well, they, didn't even, seem quite ready yet.
0: I was going to say, even in this story, though, they did not say all lines. They just said a line. I think the Hollywood Studios line, which makes sense to me. I've always said that they were testing that one way too much for way too early for them not to at least have the Hollywood Studios line open
1: by Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, so when people so. can't get to Galaxy's Edge, they'll be like, have you tried the Skyliner? It's a great new attraction.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a great way to get there.
0: Or you can just ride back and forth between Hollywood Studios and Caribbean Beach, apparently.
2: Yeah, have you tried you Sebastian's can, Bistro?
0: You can add that as a bonus to the Parkeology Challenge, taking a ride on the Skyliner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, you To answer
1: your question, Adam, something. yes, I did. I went to Sebastian's Bistro, yeah. and as always, wonderful. I don't know why more people don't go there.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. It is. It's so good. It's like Caribbean those Beach. Pull apart ro-
1: those pull-apart rolls with yeah. that, that butter. Oh, I yeah. mean, mm.
2: Oh, gosh. Mm. I remember that butter. I'm hungry yeah,
0: right I'm, now. I think I'm going to have to put that one on the list. That one's not – you don't you don't make
1: ADRs for that. Yeah, you right? do. You do. do do? You dinner. do, but I got uh, – yeah. I got it same day. They're always available. Right. I just don't remember
0: seeing it on the list, but maybe... It's dinner maybe only,
1: only, like Adam said.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: It's so good, though.
0: You have to consider that one now. Oh, yeah.
2: So well, Skyliner will be open, so you can just hop on the Skyliner and take it right over to Caribbean Beach.
0: Yeah, from at Hollywood Studios.
2: You're not going to Hollywood Studios?
1: Well, yeah, but I'm just saying if mm-hmm. I'm at the Hollywood Studios at the moment... Well, there you go. I enjoyed every moment of it. It was fantastic. And and my wife... I, I wanted to go there because Adam and I had gone before our first Parkeology Challenge. That was my first time. I think it was Adam's second. It was so good, I was like, oh, I, you've got to try this out. And she, she loved it, too. Well,
0: that's good. It's too bad there's not a feasible uh, plan that involves ending at Hollywood Studios as far as the challenge goes because... It'd be pretty good to finish off and then go eat at Sebastian's if if it was if it was a viable option at that hour, depending on <laughs> how late it
1: was. I don't know. Man. Sebastian's has a bit more healthy food. I feel like at the end of a challenge, I want just
2: grease, <laughs> fried, just, yeah,
1: re- everything <laughs> yeah. piled on top of each other. I want
2: calories, uh, lots and lots yeah. of them.
1: I was yeah. trying to,
0: okay, let's see,
1: resorts
0: are usually open. Uh, how about the secret menu at the All-Star Movies?
2: Oh, yeah, the donut burger, or was cinnamon roll burger? Yeah. Sounds like a good one. All right, well, we got to turn through this, so uh, Primeval World is still down. Uh, people pulling Fast Passes will note that it looks like July 14th you can get a Fast Pass, or so it says.
0: July 14th.
2: So we'll see if that is the day it comes back up or what. But it has been down, according to the cast members, as we're <laughs> continuing to talk about that. They have said it could be up at any day. So if you are running the challenge, keep checking that out and make sure it's not coming up. Because if it does come up, it is part of the challenge. So When
1: I was there, they had some people out front doing uh, pin trading at the entrance. Yeah. The very, cool.
2: very cool. You know, we haven't gotten into that yet, but I'm wondering if we go if we get into pin trading, are we gonna be like I mean, we're gonna be spending money on that too like crazy. If we
1: I, I feel like that's when our wives cut us off. Probably. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I mean, like, okay, this is gone far this has gone
0: far. <laughs> there's speaking gotta be of, a speaking of pin trading, this is something that I I might be botching it as far as what they have in place. They're they're working on something I think for around the 50 year 50th anniversary Mm -hmm. of kind of almost like virtual pin training, but they're calling it something else. Like they're supposed to be like an app, I think, or something that has to do with your phone signal that like, if you're in the vicinity of someone else that kind of lets them know what they have. And if you want to trade like virtual pin training,
2: interesting
0: something along those lines. I don't, like I said, I don't have like a ton of details or anything on it, but, I just—it seems like they're playing with that idea of doing almost like virtual pin trading, but I don't think they're going to call them pins. They're going to call them something else. But yeah, just thought I'd throw that out there since you mentioned the pins. Yeah, that's interesting.
2: I'm not into it yet, but again, maybe. Yeah, I'd, give it time. I do
0: see my—I don't see myself doing it unless my daughter catches on to it somehow.
2: Yeah, which but could just, happen.
0: Truthfully, the height of pin trading was like 2001. So. <laughs> Was t- it? I don't
2: know. I don't know. It wasn't really 2000s. A lot of people do it. A lot of people do it. Yeah. Well, uh PSA here is the March of the First Order is concluded because I something like it is moving to Galaxy's Edge so no longer. My wife will be very disappointed because she talks about this all the time. She loves it. And uh, loves to see the kids reaction to it. So, unfortunately, it is not happening anymore.
1: Well, you know, she did. they did say that they moved into Galaxy's Edge, so maybe you can convince your wife to scale the fence and go look for them <laughs> and take some pictures.
0: Yeah, I don't want her to get
2: banned, so... Oh, okay. No thanks.
0: I couldn't be happier that they're no longer going to be front and center at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Every
2: 20 minutes, it seemed like, but... Like Every oh, time like you're trying to go right? <laughs> something you're trying to go somewhere. Oh, the March of the First Order is blocking the whole road.
0: Anyway. I don't know how many times. Yeah, especially if you're over there, if you're at the Disney Junior or over there or anything like that. It's like you probably run into them before you go in the show. And you'll run into them as soon as you exit the show. Yeah. What's it called now? It's Disney Junior Dance Party, I think.
2: Right. So right. So, so.
0: Do we want to touch on the whole buzz that people did with the little mermaid
2: Ariel. yeah the Uh, new Ariel. yeah they announced the cast i think last week we had talked about didn't we mention that or no melissa mccarthy was cast as ursula or did we not mention that i don't remember
0: oh well there was uh, it was rumored i think at the time
2: okay okay so hallie bailey is going to be the live action little mermaid i like this choice
0: I've gotten to where nowadays you have this liberty that when something potentially controversial or just in general comes about, um, social media, you know, you're going to see things regarding it. If you're one of those people that step back, if you're not one of those people that's you know flying off at the mouth immediately, if you're not one of the, the ones actually causing the stir, you actually have a moment to look at all these different sides of things and absorb it before you can before you give your take on it, so to speak. That's kind of how I view things these days. I think for anything, for this character, it kind of opens things up. Because among the princesses, yeah, there is more diversity, I guess, than there once was. You know, you had your Pocahontas, you had your uh, Mulan. Right. But this takes a character and you have your options now. Like you can go with the classic aerial look or you can go with the new aerial look
2: exactly yeah representation um, matters options. for people and so.
0: it includes more people because yeah. you know before you know you may have had a little african-american girl that maybe wanted to play aerial. well they're going to give you something that you can aspire to be yeah um you know
2: yeah and she a is a mermaid so it's not thought. like there's you know you're supposed to look a certain way <laughs> They
1: are fictional beings, right? Uh,
2: people uh, mistook uh, manatees for uh, mermaids, mermaids because they were uh, <laughs> they were drunk and uh, probably starving pirates or whatever.
0: Anyway, I so badly wanted to make jokes surrounding manatees, but I refrained. Maybe this will be good. Oh, okay. uh, most of the live action ones thus far have not been that great. Really? <laughs> so-
2: I am really looking forward to the Lion King. I think that's going to be really good.
0: Well, that one might be an exception, I don't, but like, be honestly, any, the live actions ones they come out with, has any one of them really just blown you away or anything?
1: I might, maybe I'm in the minority. I liked the Beauty and the Beast one. Well, that one was probably one of the better ones,
0: but I still, again, I'm not think they're, I I still just see it as one of those things where, okay.
1: I actually, because I, I liked like Josh Gad as LeFou. Right. I thought right. he, he was really good. Um,
0: but I still feel like it's one of those things where they're like, okay, what can we do for an idea? Hey, I know what. Let's take the cartoon and make it a live-action version. That'll yeah. make money. you know.
2: Oh, this is brilliant, though. They've waited just the right amount of time to put these out to where the people who are my age, you know, when the Lion King came out, and now I have kids that are around the same age where I was, when you know, it's like it's brilliant. It makes you. Can you yeah. Here's
0: the thing, though. Can you honestly say this is something you wanted to see live no, action versions of? cartoons.
2: when you see the trailer, like when I see the trailer for Lion King and previews and stuff for it, it brings back all the memories of when I was, eight, you know, what? How old was I? Eight years old when I saw Lion King. I was, yeah. That was my favorite movie for years. And seeing the trailer and hearing the music again, it takes you right back there. So they're really smart.
0: Well, then again, one of your favorite attractions is also one of the worst live action movies. So,
2: Country Bears. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah.
0: No comparison there.
2: Yeah, it's not a good movie. Of course, Haunted Mansion is not a great movie either. It's pretty terrible. It's really not. Pretty you know. bad. All right. Last thing right now I wanted to mention was this new road that's being opened. Basically, there's too many people that live north of the Magic Kingdom now. And so they're extending a road that goes, uh, connects the Reams Road, which is behind where the monorail uh, store, like the monorail shop is, and all that stuff, the Disney University. And they're extending it uh, all the way over to Floridian Way. And they have made it a wider road. And I think, from what I understand, they're adding a new entrance sign. So if you're coming from that direction, you get to go through the Walt Disney World welcome sign kind of thing from that direction. So that's interesting. I guess, I don't know if uh, I doubt it would be where we would... End up taking this road, like it's not like a new Western Way kind of thing. So it's just a little extension of a road that makes it a little bit easier to get around the north side of the property, but not really anything of note unless you kind of live back there. I think it seems like the locals uh, use that. Maybe road it'd
0: by. be at, maybe it'd be advantageous to park in someone's yard for the parkingology challenge. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's uh, cheating, technically, and then getting outside help.
1: Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I know. What uh, if you don't ask for permission? You just do it.
2: You just <laughs> just park. I mean, imagine you could just park your car on the side of like World Drive somewhere and just walk uh, if you wanted to. But put the hazard <laughs> lights on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the scene from Airplane uh, when he was driving the cab and the guy was just sitting in the back <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh,
0: uh, someone, someone, take one for the team. They're gonna sit in the car the whole time, <laughs> right?
2: Literally like, hey, sorry, just I can't get it to turn over. That's still cheating, though. Can you imagine? I mean, I don't think I would like that. By the way, living behind the Magic Kingdom, because you would get fireworks every night, which sounds great. But then, like he said, if the wind blows in a certain direction, you get all the like ash and smoke every night in your yard. From the Magic Kingdom That kind of sucks
1: It would be the worst Houses in America To own dogs
2: Oh gosh yeah Tell me about it You're right Yeah they'd be barking Every single night At 9.15
0: Well I know on Tim Tracker's video They make comments About how badly uh, It affects Bandit
2: Yeah I mean dogs are very sensitive To that so yeah can I, I right
0: quick uh, yeah, yeah. just do this? Things that will be closing at Epcot very soon?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: One of the many locations to close on September 8th is going to be the Camera Center, if you are familiar with what it is, located just at the base of Spaceship Earth. It's also, I'm one so sad are, about that. Just so frustrated. Correct. I go there Lesser all the visited time. parts of the park. Yeah. Pin Central, we are just talking about Pins, is scheduled to close on the same day. Rumor has it that the Pin place will take. The place of the camera center. I'm yeah. we just about to say that while the construction's happening. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you were about to go Yes, for? yeah. Okay. Um, also, also scheduled to close, uh, Club Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It's supposed to be relocated as well, but they haven't said the where once again. inventions, of course, will be going away, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be available anywhere. The famous air-conditioned hallway that we were talking about one time before <laughs> is a good place to flop.
2: Yes, it is.
0: It's actually going to be going away as a part of Project Gamma.
2: Mm, that does sound Unfortunately,
0: part. yeah. One of the best places to cool off, really. It was always empty, no matter yeah. no matter what. <laughs> it's
2: supposed to be the new festival um, center, right? That's where it's going to go.
0: Yeah. The character spot is going to be lost. It's going to be relocated. Or the characters, excuse me, are going to be relocated. It doesn't specify. It says throughout the park. So we'll have to stay tuned for more on that. Also moving, of course, would be joy, and I assume sadness as well, but they didn't yeah. really specify, believe it or not. Jeez and man. it says, unfortunately, Baymax is being retired. No,
2: yes. I love Baymax.
0: So that sucks. It's kind of it does kind of stink because I would actually one that I would look forward to doing that I haven't done. So uh, and Maddie just kind of recently did see Big Hero Six for the first time.
2: So. Yeah. I love Baymax. Um, the character, though, isn't the best. I think that suit could be done better. Right. But I love Baymax. My favorite.
0: So, yep. Art of Disney is closing, uh, but we'll move sooner rather than later to World Showcase. It's actually going to be in the American Adventure, where they currently have the Heritage Manor gifts. Yeah, I think that there's not really anything else. I mean, there's plenty of changes that's going to be happening at Epcot really soon. Uh, probably the next year and a half at Epcot is going to be complicated. We'll just put it that way.
2: Yeah. Where am I going to go get my Beverly from now on?
0: Somewhere. It isn't specified where.
2: Oh, but wow. Somewhere. I can't go without Beverly.
1: You live in Atlanta, Adam. We have the world <laughs> that's of Post, Beverly there.
2: <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jason.
1: You can Go in, you can get all the Beverly you want.
2: Don't you have to nice pay? Time. Don't you have to pay entry to get into the World of Coke? Why don't
1: you have a, you, why don't you get an annual pass just so you can get Beverly.
2: Uh, good point. Cause I,
1: does World of Coke have an annual pass?
0: They
2: yeah, do they, actually. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> But I was thinking, I can go get it for free at Epcot anytime I want. Oh, because I pay for a pass there. Oh. I was going to say, because you pay $1,000 a year <laughs> <Right>. to, <go. laughs> to do so. So I get my Beverly, dang it. Oh. I'm yeah. pretty
1: sure the World of Coke is not $1,000. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm probably, laughs>
0: I can I would guarantee that. If it is, they have zero annual passes sold.
2: <laughs> yes. Alright. Well, without further ado... Let's get into July Fourth and your archeology run. So, how did it oh, go?
1: I, 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 just, just for the record, the annual pass for a Coke is thirty-four dollars.
2: A year? Oh. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe yeah. I will get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can handle that.
1: All right. So, yeah, parkology run, July Fourth. Just a busy day. It was an ambitious plan. And yeah. I had gone in assuming I was gonna go to the end, no matter what. Spoiler alert. I ducked out early and and the big move of the night, I went and got my son from the hotel room. He was there with grandma and you yeah. know, getting a little stir crazy. Right. So I went and went and brought him for the end of the night. So our final total, if you want to count what I did with my son, which I also tweeted, was twenty eight. So I came in under John's 30, although I did ride more than 30 rides. I just duplicated some because, you know, my son wanted to ride stuff. That right. I'd yeah. That day. Right. But overall, I would say that the morning played out about like I thought with a few hiccups. So if we wanted to go through sort of how it started, we got in, I got there. I was the first one at the security checkpoint line coming from the contemporary going in that morning, was not a problem to the contemporary there was plenty of parking as you were staying there right i was uh hungry and i you know
3: <laughs> you had
2: breakfast
1: the wave is a wonderful restaurant um
2: <laughs> what time did you get there
1: <laughs> i got there at like i don't know six o'clock
2: okay yeah, six for a. for like the 7 a.m open I, or yeah park it, hour. it,
1: it the park opened at eight. I was there like six. Oh, okay. I thought um, it was the seven. Okay. So it was neat. Okay. Wow. Yep. And so I, I was there and then I went up to the line. I had a great conversation with a cast member there. They were, where you tap in to go into the park, they were all lamenting the fact that the cast members were that their break room uh, air conditioning was broken. So oh, they wow. were actually standing out there because it was colder out there than it was in their break room. Oh, there.
2: wow. Interesting.
1: So. Yeah. We chatted for a while. I talked about the challenge, the guy, he said, you know, he'd heard about people doing this stuff. And so we chatted and then, uh, I went in, got to the first level. I met up with Vicki uh, Vicky mouse who was also running that day. And so it's, it's always good to meet more people that you sort of just see on Twitter and, and mm-hmm. part of this challenge community. And we chatted and we were trying to eye and see if we could see a main street vehicle. We saw one driving around while we were waiting for the rope to drop. When we got in there, there was no main street vehicle, and I was like, "Okay, what do we do?" We ran to the hub, nothing there. I walked back to to the entrance, still nothing there, and I said, "Okay, well, I guess I'm going to go get on a rope." And so, in the preview, I had said I was going to go to Tomorrowland, but I decided, you know, I think that uh, since I had the Seven Doors Mine Train Fast Pass, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, "Okay, I could I could close out with Astro Orbiter, and I have right. a Fast Pass for Space, and." I think we had discussed this, Adam, when I was coming back for the fireworks, we thought that probably getting into Tomorrowland would be easier than Adventureland. And I'll talk about later when I went back to the sun, It's actually, well, at least the way I came in, the other w- way was true. I wouldn't have been coming that way if I was still really taking the challenge seriously. Right, um, right. So I decided to rope drop Big Thunder. I was going to try to you know do sort of a, a version of the strategy we did on our last run, which is cut out that side of the park. And I, I was thinking, ah, this is going to be great. I'll have all the mountains done. Basically, I'll have all the coasters done before I leave Magic Kingdom that morning.
3: Yeah, and yeah.
1: I was second person in line on Big Thunder. So I was on the first train out. But Splash was down, of course, delayed opening. So that meant I had to run over to Adventureland and I, you know, Magic Carpets. And again, I caught Magic Carpets at a good time. That's why I did that right there. Did Pirates. And jungle cruise and that's all 8 30 in the morning i was already through that and then splash came back up and i went and rode splash now i was getting worried it's 8 49 a.m and i was like i need to get back to those main street vehicles yeah i also had a a space mountain flash fast pass that went 805 to 905 a.m and i was was like okay how am i going to fit in my space fast pass and main street vehicles and this Mm. is where i probably made my first mistake is that I said, I'm going to go to space, and then I'm going to go get the Main Street vehicle. And sure enough, I go to space, and as I am walking up, it goes down. And it goes down at like 9.07 a.m., which means my space did not convert to a multi-experience. because It was outside (laughs) the window.
2: (laughs) So you you Um, didn't even get to the tap-in part yet?
1: No. I I didn't get tapped in, so I didn't get cleared. Uh, And so I run back to the hub, and I see the the trolley coming up main street and i'm like oh no so i or i see it leaving you know i see it leaving down by the entrance so i go down to the entrance and i still see some vehicles i'm like can i ride them they're like no we're done running for the day oh wow i mean this is like 9 10 in the morning Holy crap. we're just doing pictures so then i chase down the trolley and i'm like are you going? can i ride it back and they're like no we're going up for the show and i'm like are you gonna let me ride later and they're Yes, we're going to let you ride at ten twenty if you come back. And I was like, "Okay." So I oh, had to do the wow. trolley show uh, for that. So, so you were
2: in the trolley show? You were part of it? Oh, okay. yeah, I was in
1: the trolley show. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I joined in. That's that's, <laughs> that's why I struggled so much, is I had to, had to perform.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: So I, after after my busted Space Mountain Fast Pass, my mm. next one that I had pulled that morning was Tomorrowland Speedway. And one of the reasons I wanted to do that is that was defense against later thunderstorms to yeah. just go ahead and get that one done. Right. And in my original plan, I was sort of knocking out some of Tomorrowland at that point. So I, I did Tomorrowland Speedway, People Mover, sort of got some of the, the outdoor Tomorrowlands out of the way, right. and Barnstormer, trying to get you know some of these outdoors out of the way. And that I got on Barnstormer at 9.55 a.m., and at that point I debated – if I fit in like teacups or something, but I decided to go to main street vehicles, even though it was still super early. And I am glad I did because I got there and they were starting to open the barn doors. And I was like, where do I stand? Where do I stand? And as soon as they pulled the trolley up, it was like loaded and like full in like two minutes. So I got on like, if I, if I had waited until 1020, it would have been
3: full. Full. Yeah. Uh, Wow.
1: And uh, then we, so we, I did finally make Main Street Vehicles. I thought, man, this is gonna suck if I actually lose by like 10 a.m. because I suck at Main Street Vehicles. <laughs> and so I was feeling a little bit better at that point, but I was off pace because you know the goal was to do what we did last time, which was catch the 10:30 riverboat and the 11 a.m. Right, raft yeah. and then leave. But now since I'm on the 10:20 Main Street Vehicles, I was like, am I gonna make the 10:30 riverboat? Turns out the riverboat hadn't left yet. When I get off so I go to the riverboat by standing on I'm like why aren't we loading I talked to the cast member and they're like uh, we're working on it right now uh, we may or may not go and I'm like are we gonna go on this one he's like unofficially probably not so the riverboat was broken
3: wow um, crazy so
1: that threw another kink into the plans I and so I had a seven doors of mine train fast pass went and did that and then I started wow. trying to pull other fast passes at that point so I did Winnie the pooh just to get that in. I even pulled a uh, Peter Pan fast pass that I didn't end up doing because I did get back to the Liberty square Riverboat to run it at 1130. And so I got on the 11 AM where I got in line for Tom. Sawyer. I was just before 11 AM and that's the longest line I've ever seen for the rafts because I actually had to take the second raft and I was there before oh, wow. it, it opened. Dang. Um, it was, it was full. Everybody was really looking forward to riding the raft attraction. (laughs)
3: Because
2: it is a ride. (laughs) That's funny.
1: Riding the the raft attraction. So I rode that, and then there wasn't a whole lot of time other than, like, when I got off, they were loading the riverboat. So I just got on. I'm glad I got on because as we were riding around the the river, I went downstairs, and they were looking at, like, the boat, and there was, like, a maintenance man there. I was like, am I about to get, like, stranded out here? (laughs) They were worried about it.
0: There was a sh- shortage of coal. That's, right. yeah. that's what the problem
2: was. Right. Yeah, I saw the picture you tweeted. I'm like, well, yeah, I hope you do make it back around because that's a long track if it's having trouble making it around.
1: Yeah. We were like halfway through when I took that picture too. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, maybe I'll just swim over and run down the absent railroad tracks <laughs> right. um, or swim to Fort Langhorn and take the rafts back um yeah so rather than leaving magic kingdom shortly after 11 i'm leaving at noon my goal was to leave with 12 rides done i'm leaving with 13 rides done but an hour the one good news was is that as soon as i got on the riverboat i was able to pull a tower of terror fast pass and it was like on my first pull and i thought okay well i guess i should take this it was a tower Terror fast pass for like a perfect time that i would be able to use As soon as I get to Hollywood Studios, yeah, and it's hard to get there. Okay, and I was like, okay, I guess I take that because my original plan was to go to Epcot first. And looking back, I kind of think maybe I should have stuck to my original plan because I did get Hollywood Studios off pretty well, in that I I got everything but Slinky Dog with a Fast Pass. But the thing is, is when I got to Epcot, what's going to kill me later is that number one, the rain or the threat of rain closed a bunch of stuff down, but also. It became a fast pass desert sort of in that midday. I think it just got so crowded because of July 4th. I saw some other people saying they were getting frozen fast passes, but I just could not get frozen to drop for me for any reasonable amount of time. I couldn't get test track, much less I couldn't get test track to stay working. Yeah, Um,
2: (laughs) It's always a concern.
1: Or Spaceship Earth. You know, Spaceship Earth was basically non-existent for fast passes that day as well.
2: Yeah, it's funny because um, so. it's such a high capacity ride. You would think that they would come, but even the last time we did it on June first, uh, we couldn't get it. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: it was, it was, it was interesting. So I go to Hollywood Studios, and I was feeling pretty good through most of Hollywood Studios because I went to Tower of Terror, and immediately after that, I was able to pull a Rockin' Fast Pass, and I was hmm. able to get on that right away. And Rockin', by the way. You would have loved to go in that day Adam since you love rollercoaster cuz like it was empty.
3: Really?
1: Like the fast pass line they cleared me through real fast. Wow. I looked at the single rider line there was like 5 people waiting. Wow, on the single
3: that's rider crazy. Line.
1: Yeah, and it was it was so empty at that point in the time. You could have ridden it like 5 times in a row. Wow. And then really? I went over to Toy Story Land cuz I had Toy Story Mania. I got an Alien Swirling Sa- Saucers fast pass which is the first time we've ridden Alien Swirling Saucers with a fast pass challenge.
3: Yeah.
1: For whatever reason that's the one we struggled with and i would much rather struggle with that one than the one i did struggle with with slinky dog
2: yeah so wow.
1: i rode saucers and then i tried to bide my time by riding star tours and by the time to- i i had to stand by slinky i got a fast pass finally and that fast pass window opened at the exact moment that i reached the fast pass merge point yeah so, I-
2: <laughs> so what's the point yeah <laughs> of course yeah what was it like standing in that standby line
1: It was so effing hot. I don't even know how to, like, I had to stop using my phone during the first part of the, because it was overheating. I'm serious. It was not working. I couldn't look for fast passes. I could do like I had to put it in my pocket, and just stand there, and let my phone
2: cool off. Oh my god, it was
1: so hot.
0: Dang. Uh Apparently, uh, Andy's backyard is on the surface of the sun.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it felt like an achievement when we got to the covered part of the line. Yeah. Like, everybody was like, yes, we made it. You know, you still have a long ways to wait. It's, like, still, like, 30, 45 minutes from there. But you're covered now.
2: Right. Where were you? Were you still, like, on the bridge at that point? Or were you down in, like, the actual oh, when line?
1: I, when I got in line yeah, to like start when, with?
2: Yeah, yeah. Where'd you start? It,
1: it, it, was, not, it, it was not out the... Out the line, if you will. I, okay. I got to go into the line and start there.
2: Wow, and that's um, still that long. Wow, crazy.
1: Yeah. It it took a long time, so that was painful. That's when I started to see it slipping away. Because if you think about like optimal, and and these aren't really pure optimals, but in general back of the envelope optimals, like Hollywood studios under two hours is good. Uh, like great, I should say is great. Yeah. On epcot under three hours is great and like animal kingdom not rope dropped like if you rope drop it you can get it done in under two but not rope drop like two and a half is is great right so if you add all that up plus what it would take to finish up magic kingdom which a, a great magic kingdom is like six hours well if you add all that up i had like i could only lose like two hours off optimal and still finish and i gave up about an hour just in the slinky line.
3: Right. Yeah.
1: And so slinky, I'm like, okay, well, technically I wasn't dead yet. Technically a great Epcot, I would still be in the game because I was convinced and I didn't get to test this theory because of, you know, bailing out early. I figured animal kingdom that night was going to be easy to pull stuff for because I, I, I didn't think a whole lot of people were going to be hanging out in animal kingdom July 4th at night. Yeah. But I went to Epcot and just like always, I mean, one of these days we're going to do well at Epcot.
2: Gosh, it's, it's my least favorite to do. It's the hardest one.
1: We just aren't good at it. And I don't know why. I mean, I, I started with a Soren Fast Pass and of course it took forever to load. After that, I went and rode living with the land. So at least I tried to try to optimize a little bit, you know? Yeah. So we're in living with the land right next to each other. Then I swapped around a few things and I went and wrote imagination because I wanted to get those things done early. And I think this is a mistake right here. At that point, I should have looked at the weather and seen the storm rolling in because Test Track was up at this point. And I know that because Vicky Mouse wrote it at that, at that point. And uh-huh. she actually even told me that she ended up not having to wait all that long. And so I think if I had gone to test track and saved my imagination pass for, for test track, I could have fit that in, and that would have that would have kept me in the game a little bit longer. But instead, I did imagination first, and then test track. And as soon as I got to test track, they had closed due to weather, like wow. literally as I get there. So again, things closing in your face, not fun. And it did not rain; it just like threatened the lightning everywhere, uh, and so they didn't run test track and. That was at, I don't know, about 5 o'clock that I got there I I, to the test track line, and it was closed. So from there, I went and did mission space, and then I went and did the seas, you know, just biding my time, trying to find a frozen fast pass. I did standby for Spaceship Earth, because I couldn't pull that either. And then I was trying to get frozen. Test track was still down, you know, an hour later. And the only Frozen I could get was 8.25 p.m., which was definitely not viable. So I go, go ride Grand Fiesta Tour, which I will tell you, the Grand Fiesta Tour is really grown on.
3: <laughs> I can't
1: imagine. Uh,
2: How long was that I, I, wait I, I, for for it?
1: Oh, it was like 15, 20 minutes.
2: Oh, so it was still pretty busy.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, every you know, it, 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 it did the Grand Fiesta Tour test track still down i could not pull frozen so i hop in the standby line and you know it says like 65 70 minute wait i mean it was basically to the entrance part of the the building so it was probably going to be every minute of that and it was moving slow i mean you and i did standby on it when we were there not that long ago and it moved this was not moving fast and so while i was there Basically, what happened is, is I, I was doing the math and I realized as I was standing in frozen line, you know, I'm getting there. It's been 30 minutes. I'm like, this is just the run is dead. Right. Yeah. I could I, at that point, I think I could have gotten to 40 if I had stuck and stuck with it because I could have finished out the frozen, frozen line rode and, fro- rid and frozen, ridden uh, frozen test track had come back up. I could have done that. I would have had maybe an hour, hour and a half at Animal Kingdom. I could have gotten a few rides in there, and then I could have gotten several at Magic Kingdom and probably gotten into the fort. But yeah. forty completion was not happening. Right, um, right. The other side effect was is that my son was back at the resort doing a pool day, and turns out rain and lightning also closed the pools. So right. <laughs> of
2: course, yeah. So he was bored he and was, stuck. Yeah
1: he was bored out of his mind sitting in the hotel room uh, trying to figure out what to do. So I call him, you know, I'm sitting in frozen fast pass line. I can't pull. I'm, I'm basically giving up on pulling a fast pass. So I talked to him. I talked to my wife and who, who actually wasn't there, but you know, just talking to everybody and I, and he was bored. So I basically said, okay, well, we're not making it. Let's, uh, let's go run with uh, Andrew, my son, because yeah. he had been, begging me to run the challenge with me. He wanted to run with daddy. So I, I show up, I get him and I think I made the right call. I mean, I know I did because I had a blast with him, and I have no regrets about that decision. And also I got a lot of, uh, a lot of people were like, great call, great call. So, you know, I know a lot of people like to watch people go to the end and, and all that stuff. But I, I, you know, this was honestly way more fun. So I go and pick him up. And so this is where I, I might, give you the report, the semi parcheology, but also sort of like what's it like during the fireworks on July 4th yeah. kind of thing. Right, yeah. So, so we go and I pick them up and I had a dinner reservation at the wave and I go to the contemporary and I pull in and they're like, they let me in for my dinner reservation, but there is no parking. So my only option would be valet and I'm not doing the challenge at the moment. So I'm not about to pay for that. It was ridiculous, so I leave Contemporary and then I go back to Magic Kingdom parking. Granted, I had already gotten premium parking for the challenge, so I did get to park closer. And we ride the monorail, and this is like we're we're getting into Magic Kingdom like 20 minutes before the firework, 20 to 30 minutes before the fireworks start. So yeah. they're running a mo- they're running like four monorails just on that
2: on the like express line. line. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. they were running a lot of monorails, and so it was. It was a fairly quick monorail ride, but they bring you in. They had all these temporary fencing up to, like, route the crowd through. We get there. The Magic Band touch point, they didn't make me do the finger even. They were just, like, getting you in. And then when you walked into uh, walked into Magic Kingdom, they diverted you off to the left backstage um, to mm, say, okay, go this way to get to Adventureland. And so we walked backstage behind, you know, the Jungle Cruise. And I popped out in between Jungle Cruise and Pirates. That's how far we walked around backstage, and it wow. was, yeah, kind of neat. They they yelled at me for taking that video that I, on on Twitter. <laughs> I can't um, imagine. I, I, I acted like I didn't hear them, but I heard some "Sir, Sir," and, and I just like just turned it off, and nobody said anything. But I got a, a few seconds of video of it. Right. It it's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, I could tell um, you were behind that area, but I, I just I wasn't sure which way they would route you because it's crazy that you went all the way around. Jungle cruise Cruising between pirates, that's that's a long walk.
1: Yeah, I and, mean I saw the buildings there for like the the cast members that they had
2: wow. backstage. Very cool.
1: Anyway. So we you know, Andrew Andrew wanted to be part of the challenge. I'd already ridden Pirate, but we wrote it again. And the cutest part of the night was whenever we got off of pirates and he went he got off and started going up that ramp and he's like we got to hurry daddy it's part of the challenge <laughs> um and so he, awesome. he said we had to hurry and then i was like what do you want to ride next cuz he's actually tall enough to ride splash mountain uh or haunted mansion and so he asked if i had ridden splash mountain yet that day and i was like yes i haven't i've ridden splash mountain but i haven't ridden haunted mansion so he was like well let's go to haunted mansion because he wanted to help up my ride count no oh, um, that's awesome and, uh, we got stuck in like adventure land was empty, but right. when we went towards on mansion, it was ridiculous. Like there was a little bit of a path being opened by cast members and then it just collapsed yeah. and I tried to get around it so many different ways and it just wasn't happening. Wow. Uh, so we got stuck and we stood there and watched the fireworks and as soon as they were done. You know, I had to stand there for another probably five to ten minutes just to be able to move. Um, and wow. I had seen the fireworks the night before from the boat dock at the TTC. Inside the park, it's a whole different experience. Those fireworks were just every everywhere.
2: Um, right. Yeah, it lights up um, the whole sky. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, they were they were pretty good, except that my son doesn't like fireworks all that much because they're too loud. Yeah. But then we ride, we ride Haunted Mansion. Um, and I do the pose. I do the Adam,
2: <laughs> which that picture is <laughs> awesome. By the way,
0: I was going to uh, ask if you did that on purpose. I feel like you did. Of
2: course he did.
1: Yeah, I did because, uh, um, uh, a, a shout out. Um, we had, uh, we had one of the people, Matt, uh, Purvis, I think is his last name, uh, that had run. They were the park hopping WDW. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Kristen that we had met last time. Yeah. He had, Tweeted at me saying that if I recreated your pose on the Haunted Mansion, <laughs> he would donate uh, twenty dollars to our Give Kids the World. Oh, that's awesome. And he and so he did in fact donate twenty five dollars to our oh, Give Kids the World. thanks, man. For, that's awesome for, for making that for making that pose.
2: Yeah, that's great. Thank you.
1: And uh, what Andrew did that I found so cute on that one, we were you know in the last room about to get on, and he looked at me and he said. Denny, is this the one that broke down on you last time? <laughs> I'm like, how did you know that? How did you remember that? So, he, you know, he brought it up, right, as we were.
2: That's hilarious. Yeah, it was.
1: And he loves Barnstormer, so we rode Barnstormer. And no run is is complete unless you get the linchpin, Journey of the Little Mermaid. So mm-hmm. that was our, our yeah, last ride one. of the night, was, was Journey of the Little Mermaid. Um, nice. and then he was sleepy it was open to 1 a.m but it's 11 i think he did great for swimming at the pool all day he passed yeah. out in the stroller and i just i sat down and ate a hot dog at casey's and you know i took my time back i even rode the ferry boat back which by oh. the way was slow packed super packed but <laughs> busy i i like the ferry boat back whenever he like, you're not in that big of a hurry and you have a stroller because you don't have to collapse the stroller. He was asleep in the stroller. I would yeah. to just push the stroller onto the, the ferry boat.
2: Yeah, it's nice. Not wake him up. Yeah, ferry boat's nice. It can be.
1: Yeah, so at the end of the day, 28 rides, I think, you know, 40 could have been on the table. I know it's on the Vicky Mal, Scott, uh 40.
3: Yeah, um, yeah right.
1: I, I think I could have gotten there, but I didn't think it was worth it at that point. And I would have been so frustrated. You know how I was saying that like during fireworks, you can get so much done. That is not that true on July 4th because during fireworks, there are literally people everywhere. Yeah. You know, they're not just centered in main street. They're everywhere.
2: Well, now that you know that if you ever did try it again on 4th of July, you could probably do pirates and, Thunder and splash. If you could get back there, could you do that? Those. Yeah, those three actually,
1: actually, those were completely empty. I could have done all three of those during the fireworks.
2: Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe your original strategy would have been better there. After all, I. Yeah, I, I didn't realize they would let you through that area, uh, backstage. Yeah. So that's pretty cool.
1: So that was cool. Yeah. Um, I know we are running super long, so. That was the that's the challenge. I think that uh, lessons learned. Of course, I there's always a lesson to be learned on every run, even even failures. I mean, there were a couple of things where I think that at least that day, Epcot, I should have done first, just because I knew the crowd's gonna build, and that cost me on that Frozen Fast Pass. And also, getting behind on that Main Street vehicle set off my timing to yeah. where I missed the opportunities to really get the, the drops for like slinky dog, which hurt me, you know, Yeah. getting, getting the same day drop for slinky dog is important. So if you get off your timing, you just aren't going to be able to time getting the best opportunities to get those fast Things can snowball really, really quickly. But, yeah. uh, I will say I still had a lot of fun. I missed my, my run partner. It made it <laughs> a little bit more yeah. difficult to, ride to drive eat navigate do everything but i do think i will be a better run partner for having done that by myself because you know
3: right
2: right.
1: i sort of have now witnessed everything that needs to happen
2: right so you've done every role so now you can do each role with somebody and do it better wow well
1: it was a lot of fun
2: well, thank you for walking us through that. I'm glad it turned out to be, you know, a good experience, even though it wasn't a completion. I'm glad you were able to have fun with your son. That's awesome. That was a really cool. Uh, it makes me want to run with my son, but then he wouldn't want to ride half the ride, so <laughs> I would.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about doing the one where the kids, where where I just yeah do a, a kids run where we just run everything that's you know forty yeah. inches and up or toddler challenge wasn't it or something like that yeah yeah some something like that where yeah it's that one where you 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 run those but the thing is i don't know how how long i could sustain his interest in it like he gets really excited about it but the number one thing he wants to do like when he gets off barns ride it again right
2: (laughs) (laughs) right i don't know yeah you got a record
0: for the
1: number of rides on barnstorm yes (laughs) but Potentially. Oh, speaking of which, did you guys see that that challenge this guy's doing for charity coming up where they're going to ride Small World all day?
3: Oof. That's going to be
1: Yeah, they're raising money uh, for I forget, it's one of the you know one of the diseases. I I should look I should have that on hand before I bring it up. But uh, they're raising money and they're they're getting people to pledge and some of the pledges are like how many times you ride it, how long you spend on it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. they're literally gonna Ride Small World and then get in line and ride Small World again right. all day.
0: <laughs> it should be it should be raising money for mental illness because after the challenge he could also benefit from it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he needs to raise extra money for therapy afterwards. <laughs> I just want to say the therapy counseling after. <laughs> all yeah. That. Oh wow, that'd be interesting. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I think we can wrap this episode up now and just say that you can visit our website to find out more information about all the things that we're up to travelingwiththemouse.com you can also send us an email if you'd like to contact us podcast at com. we have a patreon page if you want to help support the show patreon.com slash podcast.
0: We also have social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, of which uh, you can follow along when there's a chance we're going to be doing a run coming up. That we're, The Fast Pass window is just about to open up this week for that September 11 run that we're potentially looking at. We also have a Spreadshirt store in which you can get your exclusive TWTM merchandise at a com slash TWTM podcast.
2: So for John, Jason, and... Myself. This has been traveling with the mouse, and we will see you on our next trip.
1: Hey guys, July Fourth is uh, crowded.
3: <laughs> <laughs> FYI.